Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sam Dever Podcast, Episode 20. In this episode, I speak with my good friend, Alexis James of Solutions LA. Alexis and I met over four years ago in Las Vegas. We were in the same acting class, and we kind of journeyed together. I, we both moved out to L.A. We both went to the same acting school in L.A. at Playhouse West, and we made a film together. It was a lot of fun. And honestly, she's just an amazing person. She's someone you can be your true, authentic self around. She's great energy. She's inspirational. She's, she stays curious. She's always learning new things and researching things uh, for her business. She has a CMOS business with Solutions L.A., uh, and she's just a great person to know, and I'm very grateful to call her a friend. And the book of the episode, we are going to go with Siddhartha by Herman Hesse. Uh, this book, I've only read it once. I need to read, read it again, uh, but it's, it's a classic. I mean, if you're into spirituality, Buddha, just the way life moves and grooves, uh, I would suggest this book. It, it definitely is one of those how everything comes full circle without giving it all away. But book of the episode is called Siddhartha by Herman Hesse. And on that note, here is my conversation with Alexis. Alexis James, welcome to the Sam Dever podcast. Well, hello, Sam Dever. Thank you for having me today. Well, and I must say, uh, first of all, your, your backdrop is lovely. Not <laughs> only is it lovely, but it looks quite comfortable. Thank you. That was, that was the goal and the mission. Is that a new couch? This is a new couch, yeah. It's bigger. Um, definitely the goal in here is to have the feng shui, super like calm, meditative vibes. Yeah, I've noticed, yeah, you really have put a lot of attention into your place, and I think that's awesome. Like, You know what I mean? Like, you just didn't throw up some random stuff. I can tell you actually put thought into every yeah. little detail. I'm totally, like been loving exploring interior design and it's become like a hobby that I didn't even realize that I was interested in until recently. Where do you go for that? Where do you shop for that? Um, I get a lot of my ideas based on like what style of interior design I wanted to go with, which mine is like kind of like modern, a slight bit of bohemian, but like I'd say modern minimalist. So I do look for like stuff at West Elm and I look on TikTok a lot for like dupes that are at like stuff that I would want that's at West Elm, but like dupe versions for like cheaper because obviously like it can get really expensive and pricey when you're getting furniture for your place. And I've just been doing like a lot of DIY projects myself, painting myself, trying things reupholstering things myself so oh yeah you painted today didn't you yeah i did some painting today i had like a navy blue wall and i painted um i did a cream primer and then i'm gonna do like this nice textured um like brush stroke look so i'm gonna try that out yeah there is something about you know really owning your space and really making it your own whether you have a big space or a small space just having those little things in place you know, the energy, the vibes. Did you, uh, what's it called? The sage? Yes. Did you do all that? I do it always. Like I'm frequently doing it. Um, and I have like sage in my garden. So I make like my own sage smudge and yeah, it's just like really owning your space, Deborah. Like that's, that's a big one for me. Like I want to set the tone for the next five years with like what I'm trying to, um, you know, redesign my apartment with now because maybe I won't be here for the next five years, but like just have that feeling of like settled. And this energy will, tra it will, it will travel with you to your next place, the vibe. Right. And I, just one more thing. Did you say you look on TikTok? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah. Yeah. TikTok actually. I was so against TikTok for the longest time. And then recently I was like, wow, TikTok is, and a lot of people um, that I consider like mentor or like that I look up to or have their own businesses mm -hmm. also refer a lot to TikTok because um, the algorithm is so good. Like you can get noticed so easily, but I look at it for that as well as like stuff I'm interested in. like. Um, 
yeah, the furniture stuff, like just anything, like as a black woman, like how to, how to handle three C curly hair. Cause I don't really know what to do or like, I'll literally look up because they put like these crazy cleaning hacks on there and there's like cool cleaning hacks where you can literally like have cool solutions to like clean your tub. Like your tub is kind of a hard thing to keep clean. Right. But they just have like a bunch of little videos that show you like dish soap and uh, white vinegar. No shit. So, uh, and, uh, so TikTok's not just a bunch of bullshit. It, there's actually stuff you can learn and businesses promote things on there. Right. And like stuff that you can learn on any scope. Wow. I'm still not, did you, now I have to ask, did you, your TikTok, did you get your actual name? What do you mean? Like Alexis James on TikTok or whatever you have for your handle on Instagram. Is it the same as TikTok? Yeah, it's the same. See, as soon as I found out I couldn't get Sam Dever on TikTok, I said, well, no, I'm not going to get it. (laughs) I couldn't get my name. You have to be Sam Dever. You're like, yeah, I understand. Yeah, that would not sit well with me. Well, uh, my friend, I don't know. There's a variety of places where to begin here. It's, it's, It's hard to imagine. Shoot, now that I think about it, it's going on. It's actually probably four years exactly now where you and I were in our Vegas acting class and met each other there. (laughs) And then you, I went to LA, then you came to LA and then we both went to Playhouse West and then we made a film together and I'm doing my thing, you're doing yours. So it's been, it's been a beautiful ride to uh, see you go on your path and leading you to LA. How's that been? Yeah, this journey to LA has been amazing. Like I, I'm thankful for every moment of it for sure. And um, yeah, it's been, honestly, it feels like home. Mm -hmm. It feels like it was the right decision. Mm -hmm. Nothing about it do I ever have doubt about or regret or worry. Like I feel like I'm in the right place for me. What do you like most about LA? Hmm. What do I like most about LA? The feeling. Mm. the feeling that it gives me like kind of like hope and opportunity abundance maybe yeah that's a good one like you could easily manifest your dreams here easily. you have a sweet neighborhood too <laughs> like, <I> do. <laughs> like you're close to anything you would need to go to you can basically walk to it I have the LA dream, honestly. Like, <laughs> you can even see the, like, do you see the Hollywood sign from your window? From my window, my living room, and my bedroom. You can see it. All. So, you, yeah, you're virtually living the Hollywood dream. <laughs> right, right. So it's like, for me, this is, this is my apartment and my space is inspiring. Um, and it just, yeah, it just all feels right at the moment, you know? Yeah. And do you ever do you ever miss Vegas? No. No. What was it like growing up there? I don't. I think you're the first. Well, maybe not the one of the first people. Like I never really asked some of the others. But what was it like to grow up in Vegas? Yeah, I get this question a lot. Like it's obviously it's different for every person. But I had like a sheltered life growing up, so I felt like I feel like Vegas is honestly just like suburban life, like. You have the strip and then everything behind it is regular suburban life, but at a different, like different though, because as a kid, you don't realize, but as an adult, it's like your normal hangouts are different than what they would be here in LA or like somewhere else. Your normal hangout is like a PT's pub where you're like going to gamble and you know, drink and eat, which is like kind of crazy. Like you could just go to a neighborhood bar and like gamble, drink and eat at any hour of the day. And you can get alcohol at any hour of the day. And like, it just shows you like how convenient life is. I feel like that's Mm -hmm. one, that's one thing I do miss about Vegas. It's like the 24 hour feel of like everything's open at any time. Even if you never take advantage of it, it's just nice to know if I wanted to go out at 3 a.m. and do this, I could, <laughs> basically. Literally, if I wanted to go out at 5 a.m., 6 a.m., whatever, like, 
it's available. Yeah, you are right. Like uh, when people say like, oh, you live in Vegas, you're on the strip all the time. It's like, no, you, they don't understand. Like there's this, like you said, suburbia right outside that and this whole other community. And uh, it's just, I don't know. It's also, I mean, there's pros and cons to both LA and Vegas, I think. And like definitely Vegas, just the ease of getting around, I think is a lot. Yeah. To some extent. Easy living in Vegas. You make good money and you live easy. But like you said too, then there's LA, which is a lot bigger, has a lot more things going on probably. Yeah. LA is the hustle and bustle. Like the thing that I like about LA is you can be a jack of all trades here. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be subject to one thing. You can live basically your full potential. Yeah, I actually just, yeah, I was having a conversation with someone. I did say that. And I, I bet New York may be similar. Not that Vegas doesn't have a little, a little of this quality as well, but definitely LA, you can truly come here and be whoever you want to be. And, it, and it's accepted. Like, it's not even questioned. People don't even question it. And I think that is a beautiful thing. Yeah, you know? I agree. And speaking of jack of all trades, you definitely are one of those. Um, you know, I want to dive into uh, your business real quick that you've started okay, called Solutions LA. And uh, maybe to set you up a little bit here, I, I had heard of CMOS and I had had CMOS before, but when you said that, hey, I'm doing CMOS, it's like, oh, great, a CMOS connection. Because <laughs> it's not like an everyday thing, you know what I mean? Like you just don't pick it up at any any store so i i'm curious to hear could you take us through the journey of like first of all how you came up with that idea and then taking that idea and turning it into the business it is now yeah definitely um so it all started pre-covid i would say um when i was really just interested on being really aggressive with my health my health journey And um, I was just researching a lot, finding out, you know, herbal remedies and holistic alternative ways and just more things that resonated with me and my lifestyle and the way that I wanted to move going forward. And on that journey, um, I started to make like an immunity cleanse. And it was like a seven day cleanse of just like immunity shots that you would take and it would come in like a juice bottle and I had like a couple clients and I was doing that for a while. But then I was like, wow, like this is cool, but I have to build all the hype and traction behind this. Like I have to build this from zero all the way up. And then something else at the time that I was looking into on my health journey was CMOS. And I was realizing like there were, there were all these different kinds of CMOS that weren't like ethically sourced. So GMO versions, basically pool grown versions instead of um, basically like farm raised versions, instead of just like straight sourced from the ocean. Um, So during that time I was noticing a lot of CMOS businesses coming out and like selling CMOS, but I would order and get a bunch of CMOS that I knew wasn't, I don't want to say real because it's not necessarily not real, but not ethically sourced. Mm. So I was like, why don't I switch? Um, why don't I switch gears and start a CMOS business? Like the hype and traction is already surrounded by that. The people of LA are interested in that. Mm. And everywhere that I'm going, I'm not finding good CMOS. So I can actually be a good source versus just a source like people are honestly buying this stuff off amazon off sites that they don't even know are reputable or not and i can understand why because during this process i realized like anybody can like hop online and get a website start a business which there's pros to that but there's also cons to that what do you mean by uh, ethically sourced? You're saying it should come directly from the ocean itself? Right. And so instead of it coming from the ocean itself, people are taking it and basically 
replicating it. So farm raising it, using chemicals to assist in the growing process, in the cleaning process. Um, so an ideal batch of sea moss would come and it would be pulled straight from the sea and dried just from the sun. Nothing touching it. Well, obviously, like, you know what I mean? Like no chemicals, no dyes, no nothing. Just completely air dried and dried by the sun and pulled from the ocean. In the list of benefits, I really liked when I got my first CMOS from you, uh, the card that listed all the benefits and things like that. Could you just, you don't have to name everything, but like what are some, why should someone consider taking CMOS? Because um, it's honestly super amazing, one, and I'm amazing too. So it's like. <laughs> of course. <laughs> On the real, Sam, uh, it has 92 of the 102 minerals that our body needs. So that's super major. It's mineral and vitamin dense. It's antiviral, antifungal, um, and antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory. So those elements alone are super important. Like people don't even realize how inflamed their gut or their intestines are. And then it also aids in thyroid function, heart health, liver health. It says that, um, you know, it can have... Uh, cancer fighting benefits as well. I use it for my skin. I use it for my hair. I use it for anything and everything really. Um, it's those are just some of the benefits, but there's so much more. It's great for muscle recovery. It gives mm. you natural energy. Mm. Um, it's a huge immune immunity booster, and that's what drew the attention uh that's what drew my attention towards it because obviously coronavirus was rising i am um i'm pro-choice so like i want people to choose on their own if you know what methods work best for them and for me these are the type of methods that work best for me I totally dig that and totally align with that. And now, now you remind me, I'm like, I need to pick up some of that moss. <laughs> I, need to, I need to restock, man. I need to. <laughs> um, well, I'm very proud of you to see. I mean, because you were telling me this was a lot of work. I mean, how many months did it take you to go for that idea to now I actually have a product in my hand selling it? Didn't happen overnight, did it? No, no. And like a lot of discouraging moments in between. Yeah, but I would definitely say it took around like six, seven months, like even to a year almost because I launched and then I was like, I got shy for a second, you know, and then you kind of crawl back into your hole and you're like, okay, but then you remember like, no one's going to buy your product unless you talk about it, unless you post about it, unless you share about it. And it's not really the product that they're buying. It's, it's kind of you that they're buying. Like it's your journey that they're seeing and that they want to be a part of. Yeah. And I think what's great, I think you do a great job marketing it too. I mean, I mean, you've even feed some to Riley, right? The dog. Of course. Of and course. you're always putting it in, we'll get to him in a second, <laughs> in a little bit. I don't know if it's too early for the cameo. He might get us distracted. Uh, <laughs> hey, I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, Alexis's dog, Riley, is beyond adorable. And some of the, I love the pictures you share of him too. Okay, now, now he has to come in the show. <laughs> here, here he comes. We can't talk about him. him the not. first dog on the Sam Dever podcast. <laughs> Here we go. Wiley, come take a look. Oh, hey, Wiley. Hi, Wiley. Riley. What's over here, Riley? Hi, Riley. <laughs> oh, he is just a cute boy, isn't he? Yeah, he's a good guy. Oh. How old is he? He's seven. Seven years old. And you've had him since a wee lad. I had him since he was a wee lad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, back to solutions for a second. I, I love the, I think I told you this, like you're in the, first of all, you're right. You're in the perfect city for it because LA, Southern California is all about health and wellness. Two, uh, your branding is very slick, very upscale Beverly Hills type uh, look to it, boutique look. And you're in the 
especially where you're at in town. I mean, you are in the perfect place for that product and the way you're promoting it. So I just say, keep, keep talking about it. Keep talking about it. Keep slinging that moss, (laughs) (laughs) build that client base. And man, I think it's just going to do very well for you. Thanks, Sam. I appreciate that. I really do. Um, Especially from someone who's witnessed my journey firsthand. So I appreciate that. That really touches me. What advice would you have for someone that has an idea and wants, it may not be CMOS, but they want to do something with it and start a business. What would your advice to them be? Believe in yourself. Believe in yourself first and foremost. And don't give up. And when you feel like you want to give up, just keep pushing through. Because as long as you believe in it, other people will believe in it too. But you have to believe in yourself. And we'll plug it real quick. How do they get a hold of Salute? Do they just go to the Instagram? How should, if people want to get some CMOS, how should they get some? Um, yeah, if anyone is interested in CMOS, you can go to solutionsla.com or uh, my Instagram is solutions.la. And it's solutions, S O U L U T I O N S. i've been pronouncing it wrong oh my gosh how embarrassing (laughs) no not at all not at all it's kind of like fun when people realize because like it's soul solutions like these are solutions for your soul because it's not just about health and wellness it's also about spirituality um and that's one thing that I want to bring more awareness to is like health and wellness and spirituality go hand in hand. And you're right. It's solutions. LA. I don't know why I just kept saying solutions. So solutions. It's okay. It sounds the same. Solution solutions, tomato, tomato. <laughs> well, I'll I'll definitely put the right wording uh, on the screen and in the description. Thank you. Soul. And besides that, don't you don't you aren't you part of like a community garden? Oh, I am. Yeah, I'm just going off your Instagram. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, tell me about what's that experience like? Because yeah, you live in the city where we don't have yards. Um, so there's just a garden where it's like a co-op, and you all pitch in, or how does that work? Um, so there is a garden near my house. It's like a three minute walk, which is so amazing because it's always been a dream of mine to grow my own food. And especially in these times right now, the lifestyle that I live is, I like to call as a conscious lifestyle. So, um, it's very important that I grow my own food or get my food from other farmers that have grown their food. So I only shop at the farmer's market or eat from my garden, but my garden's like three minute walk away. It's so amazing. It's uh, called the garden on fountain. You can find the garden on fountain and Mansfield. Um, Super cute community garden probably has like 20 to 25 plots. It's an all organic garden. We have like a beautiful guava tree and an apricot tree and a fig tree and lemon and lime trees that are communal. And then we each have our plot. And um, right now I'm growing Romanesco and I'm growing kale, different varieties of kale. And I'm on the last leg of strawberries and it's such a cool experience. Um, And it's, it just shows you a different appreciation for life. That's amazing. So, so you plant your own food, but then you guys have stuff that anyone can grab, like the lemons and stuff like that. And oh my gosh! Right, and there's like big bushes of lavender and rosemary and um, pink salt pepper plants, and like it's so cool. Like you'd have to come by one day and come to the garden and check it out. I would love to come by. You said it's a three-minute walk. Yeah, right up from my place. You I probably tell you what, pass it all the time. And don't even yeah, I, what, what needs to happen is I need to put an order for some moss in from Soul Soul. <laughs> Keep saying solutions. It's it's the same solution. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'll come by, I'll get some moss, I'll pet Riley, and we'll take a walk to the garden. That actually sounds like an amazing LA experience I want to have. So yeah yeah you can't get that experience in las vegas <laughs> yeah you can i don't know are there gardens in vegas i don't even know is it even possible right um i guess with you could water control like you're supposed to have like a desert landscape i i suppose but if you i guess if you like made uh one of those i don't know what they're called like like a trough yeah. type thing and put uh, soil uh, in it yeah um, yeah you can do that in your backyard and one quick thing about the garden. So do you pay like a membership fee per month for that? Or how does that work? Um, so it's pricing per year. So I pay about $300 for the year. Um, me and my girlfriend do the plot together. She lives uh, near me. And we just walk over together, garden together. Sometimes we go on our own. It's honestly just such a... People are like, oh, that's a lot of money. But like you spend money on bullshit all the time and it's $300 for the year. And like you'd waste that at the grocery on some drunk food. Well, and what a valuable skill to learn, especially in these times where, you know, I mean, God forbid people talk of food shortages, supply chain issues, right. blah, 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 blah. But that skill that, Hey, I know how to plan food successfully. That's huge. Right. And this is an investment for your future mm -hmm. as well. You know, just that knowledge and like, I'm going to have this plot for a while. Like I'm not going to, it's not a one year experience. What's something you want to plant next that you haven't planted yet? Mm, I've always wanted a kumquat tree. Do you know what that is? A kumquat tree? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I won't go there yet. No, no. Tell me about a kumquat tree. Are you laughing at the word, Sam? I don't know. <laughs> it's you and I talking. So. <laughs> I actually have some kumquats in my fridge right now. It's a mix between an orange and a lemon, and they're super tiny, and it honestly tastes like a Sour Patch Kid, and you throw it in your mouth, and you eat the rind, the seeds, the whole thing, and it's just good. It's like a little fruit, little tiny, like this big, and it's like an orange lemon. Wow. I'll tell you a quick story. Um, when my parents were out here, they went and visited their friends uh, down near Irvine area, Rancho Santa Margarita. And uh, he was a gardener and he was showing me some of his stuff and he had this gigantic date tree. I mean, huge. Oh my gosh. And he told me it started from a date pit he got from Trader Joe's 30 years ago. Oh my gosh. And he planted it. And I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, you're serious? He's like, I'm dead serious. That's it, so it literally turned in 30 years, and it's gigantic. And he has tons of dates on it. It's That's a giant amazing. palm tree date tree. So it is fascinating, like, how you can really grow your food. And I think that's, again, the fact that you have access to something like that in the city especially, like, that's huge. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a random thing you can grow in your garden that I want to try um, is a loofah. Like, a, not your traditional loofah from the store that you, like, wash yourself with, but it's, like, some type of, like, loofah plant, and you can use it to wash your body with. No. Wait, so do you think that's where the loofah gets its name from, is from that? Yeah, because they sell it. You've probably seen it in the store, like that different version of a loofah, and it's kind of mm -hmm. like tan, and it looks like a hard rock almost. Mm -hmm. But it's like that. You can wash yourself with the plant. Yes. Dude, I just picture one day, man, you're just going to have like this, this, this just like garden, and you just everything's going to come from it. You're, just, you're not going to need anything else <laughs> in society. That's just, my goal. <laughs> Alexis's garden. <laughs> You know, and after you build your CMOS empire and you just have, you know, it's going to be a beautiful thing. Thanks, Debra. And I have to give you a uh, transitioning here. I just started lifting weights again. Like, like weight room type weights. Not I've been lifting like lightly at home and stuff like that and doing outdoor stuff, but I finally have gotten some weight room sessions in. And I have to say your Instagram motivated me and made me really want to work out because you go hard in the gym there's a there's some clips of you in there where i'm like dang she's <laughs> she's getting it in like she's not just like going to the gym playing with some stuff like no you're like training 
Yeah. Like, there's a difference. There's a difference. Like you're going hard. So yeah. I, I got to talk the weight room with you <laughs> and training journey for you. Uh, you've always been, ever since I've met, known you though, you've always been going to the gym though. I think, I mean, you've always been into working out, right? Um, I was, but like this journey of like an actual fitness journey happened a year ago. Yeah. And what was that just co coinciding with the CMOS and all that? Like just, right. It was all just like coinciding, uh, with one another. And I really just, I just, I want to have that banging body of my dreams. Like, like I know I have a good body, but I want to sculpt my body the way that I envision it. And why, why not? Why not? It's people do it all the time. I want to be one of those people and I'm really dedicated to making that happen right now. Well, not only aesthetically, it, it just also makes you feel good too, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I told, and yeah. Your whole, your whole mind is just like, it all elevates as one. You know what I mean? I want that warrior goddess body because I feel like a warrior. You are a warrior. Thanks, Dever. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's something about the pump. I'll just call it the pump. Like, just the pump after just pumping some iron, doing some cardio afterwards, and walking out of there just like on cloud nine. Right. Like, dude, like, I just did that. Yeah. And like, I just feel so, it just makes you feel so good. And it just makes you realize that God, like, the power of moving your body, especially from someone that, yeah, I, I was able to move somewhat eventually, but like, not like, clanking heavy iron <laughs> really doing some intense stuff and it's like man it just makes you realize just how important it is to take care of yourself and to work out and to eat right and all these things you know basically none of the things they ever promote <laughs> ever uh we won't go into all that but you know like it just health and wellness and like strategies to do it are just never promoted so the fact you know it's I know you've gone on your journey. I go on mine, and it's one of those things too, where I'm I'm a I'm a health and fitness junkie. Like when someone I see that I follow posts like this new recipe for this or this new strategy for this, I'm like, oh, all about it, and just suck it right in. So it's I'm sure there's a lot on TikTok too. Oh, some good stuff on TikTok. TikTok is actually super beneficial. Like I will say, and I find myself learning more things on TikTok. It, like you know how you waste your time on your in, on your phone with Instagram. Hundred percent. I find myself instead of wasting my time on Instagram, learning things on TikTok that makes me better. Yeah, Instagram. It's kind of like a necessary evil at this point. Like it's just you know, like for the podcast, I'll post when the podcast is out for us, but. And then so there'll be some times where I'll, I'll just choose like, okay, I'm going to allow myself to go look through people's stories for the next 20 minutes. But then next thing you know, it can be an hour. Right. <laughs> the next thing you know, I just looked at a bunch of crap. <laughs> Literally. Some of it's, a, and I'm just always amazed though, because even though as much of a waste of a time it is, I'm just fascinated by some of the effort people put into certain videos and reels and the animal videos <laughs> like all of this it's incredible. Oh, let's not get into animal videos there's a lot of like animal torture videos on instagram and it's really much. like today i came across one that was way out of line way out of line and just to touch base on it just it was a rat that they had taken in ghana and like tied up with its hands up and its feet spread out like that. So like all limbs tied and then spread and they were just whipping it, just whipping the rat. Just to put it on Instagram. Just to put it on Instagram and the caption said, another day in Ghana. Jeez. I was just like, this is, and like kids watching, like this is horrible, horrible. When to piggyback off that, it's not, and look, it, it is, when I say this, it's not that we ignore certain things that need addressed in the world, but at the same time, lots of news and media and just social media, it, it, it pumps a lot of negativity out in the air. And I've realized just like a food diet and an exercise regimen and 
meditation and all these other tools, like you really have to watch what you ingest with, you know, watching and listening to as well, because it has more of an effect on you than you think. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, we become desensitized to really honestly meaningful things. That's a whole nother topic. I can just like get into that about how we become desensitized to the homeless. Like, you know. Let's go into it. Okay. So right. so expand upon that. You say we've been desensitized. I just, a couple months ago, I was riding through the car with some friends and there was a lady on drugs, Hollywood Boulevard, ripping off her shirt, like lady man or something like that, right? And like ripping off her shirt and sitting down like on the bus stop naked or something like that, right? Like as if they were going to the bathroom, like completely out of their mind. And I rode past and I didn't think anything of it. And then a couple moments later, I was like, you literally just saw a lady, whatever, sitting down with their clothes off, trying to go to the bathroom in public. And you didn't think anything. I was completely desensitized by. Like the media had completely desensitized that feeling that would have surrounded that moment. Just kind of another day in the life type of thing, right? You just, oh, yeah. Right. Is that wrong? Like, wrong to be desensitized to it yeah but i guess also where we live especially i mean it is everywhere but i i, I totally get your point because there's times there are times where i do stop and talk when they say something you know and we have a conversation you, you do realize like this is a human being you're talking to <laughs> like, That's what I'm saying. like these are actual like human beings and it's a lot easier to become homeless than people think like a lot of people didn't plan on that. It just happened to this set of circumstances happened like, Oh shit. Now I'm out on the street. And yeah, and it's ones who aren't like on drugs who are actually just out on the street. Like mm -hmm. I, I drove past a man today and I just couldn't believe cause he just looked so like relatable. I guess he looked regular. He just, he didn't look like a homeless man. Hmm. Like, has, has it gotten better in your neck of the woods in town? In have they been helping out to help the homeless? Yeah, they've gotten, they've gotten rid of a lot of it, especially close near where I live. Um, but there is, of course, some still, but not like it used to be like right, right outside my front door. Hmm. Not anymore. But yeah, just, um, just a couple times that I drove past recently, some homeless people where I was just like, and you could tell, like, they weren't, like, drugged up or, like, they were just people that didn't have a home. We don't really, which it's not really our job to care for them, but, like, if no one else is going to care for them, like, do they ever get shown any compassion? Do they ever get treated like a human? Yeah, it's, well, and especially, I, I don't want to call this a con of LA. Vegas has the same type of thing, both of them, LA, Vegas. I mean, they're entertainment towns, both of them. They're entertainment towns, and it's very easy for people to get caught in glitz and glam and uh, basically just materialistic <laughs> things that really don't matter. I mean, it's fine for that world to exist, but yeah, at the end of the day, human beings are still human beings. Um, and I'll never forget when I first moved here with my brother, we lived in, uh, we lived in Sherman Oaks on the side of Ventura that was pretty much like the backside of Beverly Hills almost kind of. And, uh, I drove down Van Nuys Boulevard and I mean, literally where we were at, I mean, you just see every car imaginable, Mercedes, Bentley, Rolls Royce, like, like nothing, like, <laughs> like nothing. And, uh, you just start driving and there was just 10 and this is three, four years ago when it wasn't as bad as it was now. And like the people are driving, I'm driving 
And I'm like, wow, I haven't even driven a mile and there's tents everywhere now on the street. And, this, and I, just, I just couldn't compute it. I'm like, I'm looking here to the tents and then I look over here to the hills, to the five, $10 million houses. And I'm just like, how do these exist so close to each other? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it was really a mind trip because I'm like, because Vegas, you don't have that as much. Like Vegas, you'll have like a, a kind of not good house and like a mansion next to it, but it's like normal there. I don't know how to explain it. Like it's like Vegas is like really random, but, but like LA, it's like, yeah, you'll have like the highest of luxury. And then right just down below, there's people living on the street. And I'm not, I'm saying that not as like I have a answer to it or what it means. I'm just, it is what it is. I, I just noticed that. I just thought it was interesting. I'm like, you know, what, what would the, does it have to be this way? I guess is really what it made me think. Right. In LA, like they say that they, um, they say that the city doesn't have a lot of money, but I think they, they have enough to make it, to make some kind of difference or some kind of change or help in some kind of way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're, I think there's some definitely enough money circulating in this town <laughs> to help out. And I know there's programs and I look, and I, when I say this, I'm not as educated, so I don't, uh, sure someone could point me to a lot of resources that are available for people. I'm sure there is, but at the same time too, there's also action <laughs> that could be taken if, you know, um, the right people were involved. And I don't know the answer. I guess it's good just to talk it out, I guess. Yeah. I don't know the answer either, but yeah. it's something I've been feeling lately. Yeah. I, I vibe with that. I, I, shoot. I don't want to, <laughs> uh, kind of what you're talking about, the desensitization. I think I've had a talk with you about this before pivoting a little bit to the gram and social media in general. Uh, and look, I'm guilty. I'll say it right off the bat. I've posted thirst traps of my own, <laughs> arguably thirst traps. But I feel like stuff like social media has desensitized me. Like the, the more I'm on it, I feel like the more I get desensitized, even to women to some degree and to just a lot of things because you're just seeing all this imagery constantly and then it, you just, you kind of get addicted to the imagery and you forget that there's actually real world and real people out there. Um, so have you had any experience with Instagram, like in terms of kind of seeing it for what it is? Type of um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely, it's a facade, you know, mm -hmm. it's what you want to present to the world and you can present it in any form, shape or fashion and you can um, face tune it any way you please. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Instagram definitely plays tricks on your minds on what, especially for like as, as women and you know, as the opposite look sex looks at the other person or whatever you're interested in. Um, it definitely plays tricks on your mind on what you think you should look like or what your partner should look like or, mm. you know, like I'm, I'm guilty of that as well. Like getting sucked into Instagram and thinking I should look this way or do this or be this or look like this. And I mean, I think what people want is obviously to see that, but they also want to see like some truth, you know, that's all great, but people do flock to reality as well. You know, you just have to make it look good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a quote right there. <laughs> People do flock to reality too. You just got to make it look good. <laughs> That's actually pretty genius what you just said. That is pretty genius. I've never heard anyone put it like that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you're right. It's, I mean, it's a game really. It's, it's a game and sometimes you play the game and then sometimes you get some reality or some realness in there. And then like with you promoting your business and doing, I, I think you, you're really good about, uh, showing like the recipes you make and things like that and you know stuff like that and that to me is going to help your business big time i mean for me 
lot of health and fitness, whether it's like a protein powder or something like this, if you follow someone long enough and they just constantly see you doing these CMOS things or this whatever, eventually like, you know what, let me try that. <laughs> right, right. It's the repetitive, repetitiveness that needs to be like shown, mm -hmm. you know? And um, I think, yeah, it definitely gets hard to post and I, it's not my favorite thing to do but I'm learning more. And I, the more you post, the more you get seen. So it's like, you kind of have to. Yeah. Yeah. And I almost feel, uh, this podcast wouldn't be the podcast unless we at least touched on a little bit. Um, I know, where you're you know where I'm going. <laughs> Is it even worth it? Do we even go there? Yeah, I think we do. Okay. The thing I appreciate about you, man, and I, I call you man, like, <laughs> <laughs> like when I met you in Vegas in acting class, like you just had such a great energy, a great vibe, and you're just a real one, I, I would call it. Like Alexis James is a real one. Right. Like you're someone, you're no bullshit, you, you tell it how it is, you're not afraid to tell people even you love how it is, <laughs> uh, for better or for worse, and you just you keep it 100. And that's one thing I appreciate you and I appreciate the relationship I have with you. Uh, and especially when we start talking about dating. <laughs> <laughs> and other things like that and we don't have to go into like specifics of any kind um but where's your mind with that whole scene right now you know are you even thinking about it is it just on the back burner with everything else going on what's your take on dating in 2021 yeah it's dating in 2021 Woo. <laughs> <laughs> let's do a zoom call yeah <laughs> um <coughs> Dating in 2021 is non-existent for me. <laughs> I am, I'm definitely at a place in a time where I'm just so sure in like what I want and what I see for like my potential partner that I'm not really down for the bullshit. And like LA is not a place to date. It's just not, it sucks here. Like, of course, if you're like, you can find somebody here. I'm not saying that's not the case, but I'm not someone who like goes out and like parties or like goes out and meets people. So for me, that aspect is like not there, but it's also, I don't really have time right now because I'm so like focused on working on myself, growing this business. And then um, the other hats that I choose to wear at times, working on those endeavors as well. Um, like if, if I was to meet somebody it, and I was to get into a relationship with them, it would definitely be someone that I felt was like worth moving forward with because I don't have time for like bullshit right now or going forward in my life. Yeah. And I think that perspective you just named, that's really where I'm at too. Like when you realize like the most important, important person you can date is yourself. Right. And work on yourself and, you know, and start and not chase anybody. You know, right. I, I'm a big believer too. Like what's meant to be in your life will appear when you're ready for it and they're ready for it, you know, as opposed to, uh, Oh, I got to find a girlfriend or I got to find a boyfriend. And I think that being said, it's okay. I think to casually date too. It's not saying you can never go yeah. on a date with someone, but in terms of like relationship, I've learned this lesson now too. It's, like, man, like, that's got to be a really thought out thing for me now. If, like, I'm really going to go into, like, a relationship with someone. Because, like right. you said, it's like you got your shit together doing what you're doing. And, you know, it's it's not even about, um, like, I think we're past that point, too, of, like, you shouldn't have to sacrifice anything you're doing just to try to make it fit with someone. If it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit right you know and if it's meant to fit it will fit you know you guys will find ways to make it work but yeah it's actually freeing too like i i i found this like sense of relief when it's like oh okay, yeah like i'm it's totally cool being single and working on yourself yeah it developing is. yourself actually it's great <laughs> it feels amazing it's amazing you, can, you do whatever you want whenever you want <laughs> and you answer to nobody <laughs> yeah and of course it's nice to have those moments with people and they come, but it's, 
at the same time, it's like, okay, it's like, that's what I'm just really about the present moment. It's like when it's there, it's there. When it's not, it's not. And if it's not, that's cool. Right. I agree. Yeah. Being present, that's the biggest thing. And I feel like when I date next, like that's what I'll focus on. It's just being in the present. Um, I feel like most of the time people tend to just move a little fast and it doesn't have to be like that. It can just be the present moment. You know, just like when you're in that garden and that guy goes, hey, what are you planting over there? <laughs> it sounds a little corny, no pun intended. But, but yeah, I think it should just naturally, I'm learning, just let it naturally flow. Because whenever I go out there on missions, like I've done, I'm not even going to get into the dating app scene and all that, but it's like, <laughs> it's like what you're just chasing. And uh, someone told me this and it was very, oh my gosh, I hope I can remember it. Like they said, chasing show, I don't, I'm, I'm butchering. It was something like when you, ch oh, when you chase, you're coming from a place of lack. Meaning like you're not fulfilled in your own life. Like you're not, you're, you're looking for something. Whereas if, when you get fulfilled in your own life, you're full. And maybe you'll run into another person that's full as well. But the fact, the idea that you two are going to, be full for each other i've just learned that that's kind of it's an unhealthy way to approach it that like oh this person's going to fix my problems right you know what i mean like it's like no it's like it's not that they can't help me but you got to be in tune on your own and figure it out so i think it's beautiful that you're exploring all these different things and learning gardening and working out and running your business and doing your thing and, and becoming an interior designer <laughs> on the side um man keep doing you thanks ever yeah and i'm just really i gotta touch on uh, acting with you real quick because that's how we met because you're a great actor and thanks. it's uh I, I really was i really when we won the film competition at playhouse west for i which i watched it yesterday tessa shout out to eric charlie and julian as well in that film but that was for me personally like i thought that was so cool because we both started in this place in vegas and then we both met up again out at playhouse west in la and even like i remember you coming and uh taking pictures at the scene showcase you come to a scene showcase and take I, I meant a lot to me i don't know if i've ever really like verbally said it out loud like that but it was so dope of you like you're a dope friend, man. And it's uh, when we did that film and then I was even watching it yesterday and I'm just like, that was pretty freaking cool <laughs> that we did that. Like that was, that was cool. so fun. Yeah. And it's, and it's out there forever. It's, it's out on the internet and we captured that moment in time. So acting wise, are you, are you, what's, are you doing anything right now? Is it just taking your time? Uh, what's your thoughts on acting right now? Um, you know, I really wanted to focus this summer on the business and work on uh, my like regular nine to five. But now that it's winter and work has slowed down, I want to refocus my energy now that the business is up and running and I'm used to, you know, working with it on a daily basis and it's functional and easily functional in my daily life and routine. I feel like it's time to introduce that acting again. Like I want to get these headshots. Um, I want to get some headshots this month and really dive deep. Like I got an agent last year and I feel like nice. getting an agent really doesn't mean a thing. It really doesn't mean a thing. And I really, I felt like I manifested an agent, but I didn't necessarily um, like manifest my my gumption to get it going you know what i mean like an agent you guys have to be in tune with one another and i feel like on my end there's definitely areas where i had lacked this year so i want to you know show up for my agent this year show them that i'm more dedicated ready to go get some new headshots and really just like hit the ground running because anything is possible right now anybody can make it right now Anybody can be anything right now. Mm. And I want to, I want to be a jack of all trades. I want to wear every hat that I decide to put on. 
Yeah, that's good awareness you have of yourself. And yeah, it, it, it'll all work out. You know what I mean? That's good though. You know, you know what you got to do. I know what I got to do. I was thinking about that today. I know what I got to do. It's time. It is time. It is time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What, what's another? Huh? I said I might even go back to class. I'm thinking about uh, going back to Amy London. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you had gone there too? Yeah, for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I think you did tell me that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, possibly maybe we'll make another film one day. Who knows? Of course we will. It's, it's, oh, of, oh, I know I know that. But <laughs> like, uh, what else? I'm just curious. We got a few more minutes here. Uh, what's something I don't know about you? Like jack of all trades. What's something like you want to do that you haven't done yet? Or, you know, something, yeah, I don't know. Or something you have done that I don't know that you did. Or, um, Well, something that I really want to also focus on that's really been calling to me is is music i've uh, really felt called to the piano during quarantine i got a piano i was taking piano classes and then that kind of like fell off because again like you have to be in tune with the teachers that you put in place for yourself and i wasn't in tune with my piano teacher so now i need to either teach myself or find a new piano teacher, but I also want to take singing lessons and learn how to songwrite because I have a strong passion in that area, but I need like directing. I need guidance. I need a mentor in that area. That's dope. Yeah. I want to come out with like an EP or something and just be like, Hey, I, I have an EPO. Hell yeah, man. Then you, you take, you know, take the, the hip hop music route and put your product endorsement in there. Solutions LA and right. Uh, How do you know it's going to be all in the video? Huh? I said, how do you know it's going to be hip hop? <laughs> or anything. It could be anything. It could be whatever musical genre you pick. R and B. I'm going to R and B. Yeah. Okay. Who's your favorite uh, R and B or who, who are some of your musical inspirations? SZA, hands down. Who? SZA. SZA. Do you know who SZA is? I don't know who SZA. You don't know who SZA is? Wait, you know Sade is one of them, right? Right, Sade. I was going to say her next. <laughs> Sade <laughs> yeah, is definitely one of them. Sade's man. Sade is incredible. I, I love that one. Her woman. and SZA are like one neck and neck. Like SZA? I don't know if I've ever heard SZA, or at least it's not ringing a bell. I recently saw her in concert. Amazing. I cried so much. Ah, it was so good. She's that good? <laughs> she was that good. Um, but yeah, I bo those are two of my big inspirations. Like, I love their music. They really speak to me. Um, I love Janae Aiko. Yeah. I just, um, yeah, I want to make, make some music. Some, like, spiritual music. Keep with the spiritual theme. Yeah. Throughout everything, throughout the interior design of my apartment, throughout the business, throughout the music. You know, and like music, I know at different times in my life, it was really a, uh, it's, it's kind of like the final piece to everything. Because like you said, you're, you're doing the business, you got the acting, you're doing the interior design, you're planting gardens. You've created this life and this vibe. Now the music is really how would I describe it? It's like, it's like a description of your life. Yeah. In a way, and a feel for your life, a vibe for your life. Like if your life could be listened to, what would it sound like? <laughs> you know? Right. Right. So I'm, I'm excited to see man, that EP drops, man. I'll be waiting for it. I'll let you know. Heck yeah. Well, and uh, so first off, uh, I know you said it earlier, but, how can the people find your business if you want to open them up to be able to follow you? How can they follow you? What, where are the places people should go? Um, you can always visit my website, solutionsla.com. Um, and then you can also find me on Instagram, solutions.la. And I'm also on TikTok as well. <laughs> Same name? Same name. And if they want to get that moss, just slide in those DMs. 
perfect <laughs> or order online yeah <laughs> exactly and uh alexis i always give the guests the last word okay do you, oh, it can be uh, anything <laughs> yeah it's on you i should have been, <laughs> be, yeah we pretty much covered we cover yeah we covered a lot of what we were going to talk about yeah um it can be anything. It can be inspirational. It can be a thought you've been having. It can be a book you read, a movie you've seen. Just anything that's been on your mind, you can leave us with anything. I'm going to leave you guys with this. Um, this is a quote from a mentor of mine that I highly respect and always is reminding me to push myself and to keep going. And the quote is, aim for the things that you cannot see. So I hope that leaves you on an inspirational ending so you guys can all go out there and chase your wildest dreams because they're attainable. Wow. Inspiration from Alexis James. Thank you so much for doing this. This was fun. No, this was a really great time. Thank you for having me, Deborah. And I'm dead serious about picking up that moss and uh, petting Riley and going to the garden. So <laughs> let me know. You let me know. I will. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna in the recording. Stick around for a sec. But Alexis James, thank you so much. Nothing but love, peace, and positivity coming from you always. Sending nothing but good vibes your way. Can't thank wait to see you. how everything unfolds for you. Thank you. Peace and love. Peace and love.